From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Introducing the revolutionary mascara from CoverGirl that adds extreme volume, up to 300% more volume than bare lashes. New Lash Blast Cleantopia is the plant-powered mascara made with 72% natural origin ingredients and infused with cellulose plant fibers. Cleantopia is like a green thumb for your lashes. For lush, check-me-out lashes that last up to 24 hours with no smudging, no flaking, and no clumps. Put the power of plants to work for you with new Lash Blast Cleantopia Mascara. Only from Easy Breezy Beautiful CoverGirl. Welcome to Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky. Our hope is that you will be encouraged and equipped through this podcast as we have conversations with friends from around the world. You can subscribe to our podcast and go to our website, firebornministries.com, and sign up for our email list to stay up to date on Fireborn Ministries. And may you have your own Adventures in the Spirit. And now we hope you enjoy today's podcast. Welcome, everybody, to Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky. I'm so excited to be sharing this episode with you on this very beautiful spring day. I want to encourage you, if you want to hear God, you want to prophesy, please download our five-day prophetic activation PDF. You will hear God, you will prophesy, you will get these activations to hear His voice, to prophesy over your cashier, your barista, over your spouse, and that is free. That link is provided here in the podcast description and in the podcast notes. But also, whenever you enroll in any of our e-courses, whether it's on the last days, whether it's on entry-level prophecy or healing warriors, you will have access to live coaching videos or my monthly, my weekly live coaching. If you jump in, you could watch it live, participate, be a part of the question and answer time, receive mentoring through the e-courses, or you could watch those on your time. But guys, I'm so excited to be bringing back to this podcast my friend Rhett Barbary. He's a lifelong resident of Alabama. He spent his younger years growing up in Andalusia and Mobile. I hope I pronounced that right. I think he'll correct me if I said that wrong. Before moving to Clanton, where he attended Chilton County High School. He graduated in 1978 from Troy State University, and he's the author of The George Washington Carver Effect right there. And his episode was my third highest, most downloaded podcast episode right here with 10,000, almost 11,000 downloads. So please welcome Rhett Barbary to Adventures in the Spirit. Hey, brother, Woo-hoo. welcome back. Thank you. What an introduction. I appreciate that. Good to be back. <laughs> Did I pronounce some of those words right or was I wrong? <laughs> now, and- Andalusia and uh, Clanton. And uh, yeah, you, you, you're spot on. So Mobile, I've heard people say Mobile. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I want everybody to know that you were a lot of fun. And your your social media is I, I go to it just to laugh, okay. <laughs> but Rhett, your episode seriously, it just out of the blue, it became the third most downloaded podcast episode right here with almost eleven thousand downloads as of February, and we're we're recording this, you know, here it is May already, May fifth. Yeah. So that episode struck a chord, struck a nerve. Yeah. What did God do? I mean, I even had to reach out to you, be like, hey, was this 
boosted? Was this promoted? But what do you think God did through that? Well, you know, uh, I, I shared this with uh, you before. When when I knew that I was supposed to write this, it was a something that had to be God had to reveal it to me as I was writing it. Um, you know, I had taken certain notes and everything, but Jared, there were so many times where I could barely get through a paragraph. Where I would have to stop and go to a nearby park and just have a quiet time. You know, watch the watch the squirrels play. The Lord knew what was on my heart. Many times I told Him, "Hey, Lord, I need understanding. I need guidance in this." And every single time that I needed answers, you know, he would provide them for me. Uh, just for an example, uh, it started off with me in 2008 with the Lord talking to me about the economy, America's economy, and the story that I was writing about the bow wheel and how George Washington Carver started, you know, the, the cotton had been decimated across the South. The economy was basically destroyed because the, the South's economy was cotton back then, early 1900s. Just like it was previous to that, but um, the Lord had, had spoken to me in 2008 when I was going to write the book, Thank God for Bow Evils, and he told me, he said, uh, this story will have an effect on the economy of the United States. Now, I can promise you I'm not smart enough to think something like that, and my response to him was was exactly this. I said, Lord, how is growing peanuts going to have an effect on our economy in this day and time? I said, even the South is much more industrialized than it used to be. And he didn't say another word to me about that specifically for 10 years. And it was in 2018 uh, when I was rereading that section in that book about Carver, how he would get up early every morning, go for a walk. And that's when he had his quiet time. He knew what the farmers were facing and what the economy was like because of the, the, the little buggy eating up all the cotton and um so he asked god he said how can i best help the farmers and and god just told him he said well gather up a handful of peanuts and take them in your laboratory and let's see what we can make from them and and then the like they say the rest was history but uses so many people know that story and they and they they're fascinated by it but it turned the economy around and so quick uh because the more uses you have for something the more demand you have to grow it and everybody around Enterprise Alabama began to grow peanuts and uh, they realized that they didn't have to depend on cotton anymore to be their main crop. So um, I, I know I kind of went off on a little rabbit trail there, but um, when the Lord told me that and uh, reread that in 2018 and he said, it's not about growing peanuts, it's about prayer. And I, I felt about two inches tall because I knew that Carver was a man of prayer and that's what started it all. It was um, him coming before God and asking, and he said, hey, there's a situation going on here. What can I do to help? And um, so that's basically what the Lord has shown me is that each one of us can posture our heart like George Washington Carver did. And when we do, and if we're in the right frame of heart and the right frame of mind, then God will give us um, ideas and innovations, uh, new inventions, just so many different things that not only give us, uh, will help us with our livelihood and making a living for us and our family, but also help other people. So I'm excited to, to be able to share. And, and like I was saying, you know, for me to, to grasp this understanding about the economy, because also the Lord was, had kind of drafted, drafted me in with the great awakening that that's happening now and it started right here in alabama so the at the very top of the book it says uh america's economy and the great awakening now to me that was like 
holding up a picture of a bicycle and holding up a picture of a fish beside it and and then trying to figure out how the two go together. And that was one of the questions I had for, for the Lord, trying to find some understanding as I was writing the George Washington Carver effect. And um, if I can quote Lance Wall now, when I came in from uh, one of my quiet times and I flipped on the, the TV and I like to watch certain people on YouTube and Lance Wall now just nailed, nailed it for me. He said the most important thing that we can pray for right now is our economy. He said it is the life source of influence to to the um, to the rest of the world. The United States economy is, and he said if it goes down, he said we're going to go down, and we're going to find ourselves in the darkest place we've ever been. Talking about the church, and he said if that happens, he said we will be ineffective in spreading the gospel in our own community, but much less throughout the the rest of the world and what happens is when the economy goes down like that then people start screaming and it's already happening for socialism and totalitarianism they want the government to take care of them right so we we lose our freedom when that happens jared right and we're seeing that now okay yes we We, are we are seeing that now i know from the first interview you, you elaborated on this super economy right and america has been very generous but as a veteran, as you know, the, the, ro- the other roles that I've, I've had in my life, the other hats I wear, I am concerned for my nation, yeah. but there are solutions. I do believe in awakening. And you, you just mentioned uh, an awakening that we're in now. Can you elaborate on that? Uh, because I see I, I'm part of a reaching people in, in overseas, even the underground church. Uh, Skype events in villages in, in Pakistan, an online mm-hmm. revival, this podcast, which I believe is part of resourcing the coming awakening. But you mentioned a current awakening. Can you, I, I'd love to yeah. hear what, what you have to say about that. I was on the phone talking with a cousin of mine that, that I talked to a lot and he's a, he's a pastor and he was telling me he was going to go to a church service in uh, Montgomery, Alabama called All In 2020. And um, so I asked him what it was about. And he said, well, he said, I don't know if you know this or not. He said, but it's been prophesied by a number of people that the next great awakening is going to start right here in Alabama. And I said, well, I didn't know that. And uh, so I got him to look up when it when uh, he said that this particular pastor, Maddox from Oxford, Alabama, was actually going to visit all 67 counties. He's going to he was praying with the leadership like mayors and city council people county commissioners, et cetera. And then he was having a church service in that county. And he was going to go through the whole state of Alabama like that. And um, so I got, I got him to look up when he was coming to my county. And, and I did go and I got to meet him. It was after I talking to my cousin, Kenny, um, I hung up the phone and I called a friend of mine that lives in Mobile uh, named Gary Morris. And uh, he's a salesman like I am. We pray for each other um, a lot while we're out on the road and facing different circumstances. And uh so I asked him, I said, hey, Gary, I said, have you heard anything about the, the Great Awakening actually starting here in Alabama? And he said, yeah. He says, matter of fact, he said, my wife went to a conference a couple of years ago in Bay Burnett, And uh, he said, a guy named Gut Sheets was doing the conference. And he, he was prophesizing that very thing. And then my friend Gary said, uh, he said, by the way, he said, do you know what the name Alabama means? And I said, yeah, I know what it means. And that kind of shocked him, you know, and. And he said, well, what does it mean? I said, well, it means to open or close the thicket. And he said, how in the world did you know that? And I said, well, it's a Choctaw word. And I said, uh, when I was in the third grade, 
so we had a test and we had a, had a number of words and we had to write down the definitions to those words and i said gary for the last 50 years i said i can't remember any other word that was on that test i said but the definition for alabama to open or close the thicket or thicket clear has been randomly popping in my head for 50 years and i said and i, I don't know why and i said until now i think i know why and when i hung up with him I, I was driving down the road and i started crying and i knew that that the lord that it was been the holy spirit that had been reminding me and um i knew it had something to do he wanted me to be a part of this great awakening so basically what it what it comes down to is um alabama what kent maddox had done going to all 67 counties and and he's called for people to repent of certain generational sins or curses that are from the came from the people before us slavery being one of them uh the way we've treated the american indians our part and our ancestors part and and this is really a newer scene the abortion you know it's 1973 the ways that we have not um uh, taking care of the poor like we should as a as a church uh, but there's certain things that we are called to repent for and when we do that it opens the thicket for the holy spirit to come in to do his work and so it has started right here in alabama kent has gone to all 67 counties i get chill bumps chuck pierce a name that probably a lot of people have heard was the one who who uh, was instrumental and God had been telling him Alabama was the place where he's going to pour out a double portion of his spirit. And when he laid the mantle on him, I think this was in January 2020 or something like that, um, he, he gave us a prophetic word. And he said, the Lord has told me that if you will start the fire, I will send the wind. And what happened five minutes later, and I remember this happening. I didn't even know these guys back then, but I remember where I was standing in my house when this happened. Their cell phones, everybody in Alabama's cell phones went off and it said wind advisory, all 67 counties, Alabama. Amen. Oh man, I, I still get chill bumps. When, and then I, har I hardly ever watch with all the cable stuff that's on, you know, I hardly ever watch local news, but I flipped on the TV to watch the news and it showed a map of Alabama and there were wildfires that had broken out all over Alabama in different places. I didn't know what was going on then other than we had wildfires and had a wind advisory. And then later on, when I heard this story, I just, whoo, only God can do something like that Amen. to give that kind of confirmation. Amen. So, uh, only God can do that. And that is the truth. Do you believe we are living in the end times? Are we seeing the signs of the times Jesus talked about with wars, rumors of wars, famines, pestilences, and earthquakes? With recent events of social unrest on the streets worldwide, a pandemic, and the shaking taking place in the political realm, we want to answer your questions and calm your fears by giving you hope through our e-course, The Last Days, A Reformation in Eschatology. You can go through the e-course on your time, diving deep into learning how to study apocalyptic and prophetic passages of scripture. You'll do a study on the mark of the beast and learn about the signs of the times Jesus spoke about in Matthew chapter 24, Mark 13, and Luke 21, and hear what the major views of the end times are and learn what the rapture really is. We will lay a grounded and biblical answer to a number of your questions about the end times and you'll learn if Bible codes are real, and you'll hear if the Shemitah applies to us today, and make up your own mind if the United States of America is prophesied in the Bible. I want to give you a warning. This e-course, The Last Days, A Reformation in Eschatology, may shatter your worldview 
and what you have been traditionally taught about the end times. Go to www.charismacourses.com to purchase The Last Days, a Reformation and Eschatology with Jared Lasky eCourse today. Rhett, you mentioned this super economy, so I'm kind of backtracking. There are some concerns you and I both have, but we're praying, we're believing for awakening, we're believing for revival, souls saved. You know, we are the hands and feet of Jesus. We are the solution. The Holy Spirit's in us. Great, greater things than these will we do in his name for his glory. Amen. So what does this super economy look like? What is, how does the church need to posture itself in order to see the super economy take place? Because I think it could still happen, even though certain events didn't pan out as some people thought they would. But it's going to be a grassroots movement is what it's going to be. And it's going to be uh, um, started with the remnant that God chooses. He always does things with a remnant of people. I I want to be a part, and I feel like I am a part of that remnant. uh, And you can place yourself into being a part of that remnant. It uh, doesn't matter if you're from Alabama or not. There's certain generational sins or sin, sins of the former generations that we need to repent of. And that opens the Holy Spirit, no matter which state that you live in. Now, you can go by like what I've written in my book from the things that Kent and his team has said. And I mentioned like the American Indians, but there could be other things in your state that the Lord brings to mind for you that you need to stand up and repent for for the generations that came before you and then posture yourself in your heart like george washington carver did and just say god you know how can i help i understand how the economy opens the door for the great awakening to go forward i want to be a part of this if there's something that you want to show me uh, reveal a hidden pathway to me on an innovation or an idea or it may be the most simplest thing you know and one thing i've learned about it uh, jared is you don't you don't strive for these things. You peacefully sit in his presence. And um, you so that because if you strive and, and trying to do it in your own strength, you'll just wear yourself out. But God will begin to show you things. And um, one of the things that he showed me was actually way back in. Well, let me just say, bring this. The guy, Mike Lindell, my pillow, my pillow yeah. guy. Oh yeah. Okay. I got one of my this is, I do too. You know, the Lord was after him. He he was uh he was not saved when this happened, but he eventually it became a platform for him to uh, uh for spread the gospel. But he he woke up one morning about half awake and he kept hearing in his head, my pillow, my pillow, my pillow. It was going over and he woke up and it was still going on. And finally he just he started thinking, he said, you know, I don't know what this is about why I keep hearing this, he said, but I've actually only had one pill in my lifetime that I really thought was comfortable. And he said, I wonder if I could come up with something that's, um, uh, that everybody would think is comfortable, maybe keep it shape and that type of thing. So that's what got the wheels turning in his head. And he began to buy different types of foam and cut them into different shapes and, and, and all that stuff. And that's how he came up with the idea. And it's a multi-million dollar business now. Uh, and we, we see him on TV a lot. He may be the one but you know he has put out two million dollars i understand on uh proving the the election fraud and that's all really i know uh, can say about that but it may, it may be something that actually goes to the supreme court and may right. may change things that would be amazing that a, a guy a pill salesman does that you know what i'm saying but hey god can use anybody no matter what uh one thing that he has shown me and told me 
and when writing this book and my, my cousin helped me with this because I remember telling him, I said, Kenny, who am I to write something like this and give a message to the United States? Who am I? Nobody knows who I am. And uh, he said, well, he said, you know, uh, I had a dream a while back and he basically showed me in a nutshell that God is going to use his no names to bring about some of the biggest changes we've ever seen. Uh, whether it be the innovations or be people that bring gospel and draw large crowds and people get saved. He said, God is going to use his no names. And I'm one of those people. I'm one of those no names, Jared. So <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. I mean, though. I've heard it prophesied 20 years ago when I was brand new to the prophetic movement, the charismatic world, I was freshly baptized with the Holy Spirit on fire for Jesus, you know, that there, God was raising up a nameless, faceless generation, yeah. you know, sons and daughters of renown. And I'm still believing that. And I'm thankful to be playing my part. But as, as you were talking about Mike Lindell and my pillow, I was like, yeah, this weird thought <laughs> jumped into my head. I was like, how is it that the my pillow guy is exposing who the corrupt politicians are in bed with. Yeah. That's the truth. And I know that that was a weird thing, but but anything can happen. I'm because of what has transpired recently, the last couple of years, nothing can really surprise me. God is still the victor. Jesus is still king yeah. through it all. I mean, I have nothing but hope in what Jesus can do and will do and what he's currently doing through through you through me, through my friends, through anybody and everybody. I think it's going to be a revival and awakening of the nameless and faceless, just people who love Jesus, you know, just the normal people, people going to work, you know, people uh, going to, you know, whether they're pumping gas, whether they're uh, raising kids, they're bankers, they're construction workers. God's going to use people in power in all those normal places. I think we've been looking at some of the wrong places, thinking it's through a select yeah. few when it's through all God's people. But exactly. Rhett, you've got this book, The George Washington Carver Effect. You, you've been able to put together these pieces of a puzzle. I, I know that we see in part, we prophesy in part. Yeah. Uh, one person might see one angle, one person sees another, but there are people gifted at piecing those together so that we see the whole puzzle or we could right. see the whole masterpiece that God has. And I'm going to ask you, what do you see coming next for America? Well, you know, the, the picture that kind of came to my head while we were talking um, and when we mentioned the election and we know, we know we have our own opinions of what happened there. Um, do you remember the, the cartoon and the movie, uh, the Grinch who stole Christmas Oh yeah. and what happened, you know, when he was sitting up on the hill, and he was uh, so happy that he had stolen all their gifts and everything. And the people came outside and gathered and started singing. And he realized that that's not what Christmas was about. It wasn't about the gifts and that type of thing. You know, that's that's a good lesson to me and everybody about I know that we uh, we had a lot of hope in the direction our country was going. We put it in President Trump's hands. Uh, who's not to say that God didn't put it in his hands? I mean, I'm sure that he did because and he opened the door. He was a friend to the Christian friend to the church. Uh, with what he believed and, and um, you know, he brought Christmas back to the White House um, that had been taken away, you know, but. What I'm saying is, is, is uh, okay, we're disappointed in the election, but hey, we still serve a king 
Okay. We don't serve a president. We serve a king. And it's time now for the church to move forward. And we don't, you know, instead of just saying, okay, well, President Trump's not in office. What, what are we going to do? And that type of thing. We go forward. We serve a king and we have to go forward. And I think that this is part of it because the Great Awakening has started. And um, God wants us to be a part of what's going on. No matter who you are, I'm not here to sell books, but if you would read the book, The George Washington Carver Effect, Much More Than Peanuts, and put yourself in Dr. Carver's uh, situation when um, the, the South's economy was just, it was awful. Uh, um, people had lost their homes, their land. Um, they had been kicked off of the places, you know. Um, you think of the sharecroppers, they didn't no longer had cotton to pick. And one man just, he postured his heart and he said, God, you know, he said, what can I do to help? And if you read that story, it's just a phenomenal story of how the economy turned around so quick. You think about if there's thousands or millions of people posturing their hearts like George Washington Carver did and praying that same type of prayer, you think what it would do our, with our economy today. And um, so I think what we're going to see is we're going to see um, a lot of innovations, ideas, breakthroughs in the medical, also maybe even the, uh, uh, hopefully the way that the banking systems and that type of things will be changed. And it's going to be like a, kind of like a euphoria is what Sid Roth is, is seeing. God showed him a picture, almost a vision or, or a dream of what it was going to be like. It's going to be just supernatural. And, you know, that was confirmation for what God has shown me is when I heard what he, what he said. But that's that's what's going to happen. We uh, and it's going to come down to you and I. Uh, God God revealing the hidden pathways and opening the windows of heaven to us. I hope that answers your question. It's just a matter of getting before God and posturing your heart. It will open the doors for the great awakening, for the gospel to go out. You get new ideas, innovations. It brings in money. Remember to give. Amen. Remember to give. Yes. And let's posture our hearts now. Rhett, would you pray for those watching and those listening to this podcast? I sure. I sure will. Father God, we, we just thank you, first of all, Lord, for loving us. We thank you for your son and him laying down his life for us and, and for the sins, um, both past and present. We thank you for what's about to happen. Uh, yeah. We step out in faith and we, we say, Lord, to you, what can we do, Father, to help with what's going on with, the, with our country, with the plans you have for the Great Awakening? And we ask you, Father, that, that uh, in our, in our quiet times or as we go about our day that you give us new ideas and innovations um we we praise you father and we thank you that we we are the no names uh but you you know who we are you know us by name and that you have great plans for us and we ask all these things in your son's precious name amen Amen. Amen. Rhett, what is the best way for people to get a hold of you for more information? Rhett.barbary at yahoo.com. I'm also I'm the only Rhett Barbary on Facebook. So send a friend request. Uh, you know, chances are I'll accept it. Uh, or you can send me a message through Facebook. And uh, it's available on Amazon. You can also order on Barnes and Noble online, uh, basically through any bookstore. Uh, the George Washington Carter Effect, much more than peanuts. And it's a prophecy. And then also in the book is the the novel, Thank God for Bo Weevils. You were probably going to do that for me anyway, but. <laughs> oh, I was. So you see here, I've got an autographed copy right there. <laughs> uh, that makes it worth a, a little bit more. 
<laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Thank you so very much. Guys, that was my friend, Rhett Barbary, right here on Adventures in the Spirit. Please connect with him, but also subscribe and share Adventures in the Spirit with Jerry Lasky, available on Apple, Spotify, Google, the Charisma Podcast Network. It's even available on YouTube. I've got it on Rumble and BitChute and other places just to share the love of Jesus in Jesus' name. Thank you so much for listening to our conversation and adventures in the spirit. We hope that this podcast encouraged and inspired you to press into Jesus and launches you into your own adventure. You can stay up to date with Fireborn Ministries by going to our website, firebornministries.com and like us on Facebook. And may you have your own adventures in the spirit. From iHeart Podcasts, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawke as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeart Radio app or wherever you get your podcasts.